Welcome to Social Worker Wine Time. You bring the cheese. We have the wine. We're here to share with you shit they don't tell you in social work school, stories about being helpers. When it comes to medical social work, we have seen and heard it all. During our episodes, we want to share some stories, laugh about them, talk to other helping professionals about their stories, and then laugh about those too. We're going to make light of all the humorous happenings and bizarre encounters in our day-to-day life. We are also working moms and wives, and we'll probably share some of our funny parenting and marriage stories that occur in our lives as well. Our purpose is to use humor to encourage those in the helping professions and working moms and wives. Hi, welcome back to Social Worker Wine Time. Today's discussion is to celebrate that School is officially out for summer. Hi, I'm Christina. Hi, I'm Meredith. Welcome to episode eight. We're so excited that you've joined us. If you're a new listener, we encourage you to go back and listen to some of our previous episodes because they're pretty entertaining if we have to say so ourselves. Um, But if you're a returning listener, thanks. And we look forward to bringing this episode to you. So across the country... Um, It seems like things are kind of wrapping up in the land of education world for the summer. And we both are moms who have children in the school system. So we thought maybe we would have an episode to celebrate the fact that we survived this really odd school year. Tell me about it. This was like our first official school year too. So it was... um... An interesting year, especially with all the protocols for COVID, yep. having to wear a mask and keeping a distance. And I mean, how do you keep kids that far apart? I mean, we're in VPK, so it's not like they're sitting at desk 24-7 while they're there. So it's been, uh, it, it's been interesting. I mean, we survived. Yes, maybe there was, you know, could have been, there could have been some assistance from a few grapes and, you know. Oh, oh no, definitely. Both teachers got gift cards to Total Wine. (laughs) Yeah, that's a very appropriate gift. I have never had a teacher not thank me for the alcohol. And, you know, even if they don't drink or can't drink or it's not appropriate for them to drink, I'm sure that they found someone in their life who they could buy alcohol for if needed or pass it along to, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My kid totally made them drink. I'm sure they drank on a regular basis. <laughs> Have you seen those, um, like the bottle labels or something that says, like, to my favorite teacher from the reason you drink, right? Like, I feel like that was. That, that, that's pretty much where we were at. Yeah. All right. I pretty much put that in the card. I'm like, you know, thank you so much for helping me learn and grow. And, you know, I hope you get to enjoy a few beverages on me because I know I've caused you to drink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, so we're kind of, I guess, old pros at this compared to where you're at, but it was still an adventure. Like I was watching, I would refresh like the school board's website every day to see which class at which school was quarantined and how many kids got quarantined and like was that class near our kids and I mean we were just it was just like these rolling 
you know, oh my gosh, it, it was, it was, and then I was like, am I going to lose my job? So, but I have to say we got quarantined one time for one kid and that was it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so we, did, we did well. Yeah, we got lucky. Like um, the school um, was really good. Like, I mean, we started late, but right. they staggered, they staggered um, drop off. So like the little kids went late later than the older kids. So um, they were able to do, cause he's at a, a private school. So they could, they had a little more leeway cause there's no buses involved or anything like that. So they staggered. I think the older kids, because they're more involved in programs, like the principal would send out and say, hey, we had an issue. All kids are being quarantined. Um, you know, the, the school was set up if they needed to go virtual, but I mean, we didn't, I, ironically, we went, be, we went virtual for two days. Um, it was voluntary, but it was basically because the school lost power due to a heavy storm. Okay. So we never had to do, we never had to do quarantine virtual. I can't That's, even yeah. <laughs> yeah we only we, we had to do it for 10 10 days you know like 10 school days I think um but luckily it fell on some holiday I forget what holiday it fell, it fell on sorry it's thundering at my house um I don't know if I caught that on the microphone but we had like so we ended up like doing virtual for like seven actual school days or something like it was we got yeah. to I forget what holiday it was maybe it was MLK or President's Day, something that they got yeah. like a day and a half off or something. So, yeah. But that that virtual school was intense. I don't I don't know who did it for the whole year. Bless you, parents and listeners who did it for the whole year. Because, I mean, I don't know how strict people were, but like our teacher was like, okay, you have to be back on it this time. You have to be here. You have to see your face. You can't be spinning your chair. Like my kid got in trouble for going to the bathroom and I was like sitting right there next to him. And so I'm yelling at the teacher over his, over the chair. And I, I so this is a good story, actually, let me back up. So here we are in quarantine and I took a day off of work. My husband, you know, we were alternating, taking days off and um, they took a test and she had to be able to see their faces the whole time to see that they weren't, you know, cheating or whatever. Yeah. Totally fine. So then they were just doing classwork or something and she had told them in the beginning, you don't have to ask to go to the bathroom. You're at your own house. So you just get up and go if you need to go. So he gets up and goes, he tells me he's going to the bathroom and he's an expert with the mute. These kids, like, I don't even know. So he was already on mute and he's like, I'm going to the bathroom. I was like, okay. So then I'm sitting here at my own desk across from him. And I hear her start complaining and yelling that, um, she can't see him. All she can see is the back of his chair. Well, that's because he's not in it. He turned it around and went to the bathroom. So now mind you, this is my first day off in months. So I'm like, I'm going to take advantage because my little one was still allowed to go to school. So I'm, you know, home alone with my older one and he's pretty self-sufficient for the most part. So I'm like, I'm going to deep condition my hair today. So I put the deep conditioner in my hair. I'm sitting there in my bathroom. I've got the shower cap on because you have to sit for like 30 minutes and I have a, a hot towel wrapped around it to soak in the deep conditioner in my hair. I mean, I do this like twice a year. So this was like my treat. And so now she's still yelling, like, I can't see you. And I was like, oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. So here I waddle over to the 
<laughs> to the Zoom screen with my shower cap and my bathrobe. And I lean over and I'm like, hi, this is Rusty's mom. And he's right there. He's just went to the bathroom. You said they didn't have to tell you. I'm sitting right here making sure that he's paying attention. Could you get the hell off his case? <laughs> that was... And so now all the kids saw me with my polka dot shower cap and hot pink bathrobe. Hopefully I didn't flash them, but really at this point I blame her. Yeah. See, we didn't have, we didn't have that problem. Lucky for us, we didn't. Now I will say, um, I would hear stories about our tablet friends <laughs> and I'm like, who the hell are tablet friends? They well, live in the computer. Well, apparently there were some kids. So at the beginning of this, like right before the school year, they had like a meeting with each age group and it was with the principal. So, um, you know, the question was, do we want to have them do virtual? So, you know, my husband's like, okay, first, both of us work from home. <laughs> How are we going to do virtual VPK? Mm -mm. Um, I would just rather him start next year and be the oldest kid in the class versus the baby, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, but they did give and leave the option for some people to do virtual if you wanted to, if you felt unsafe. So I think it was like the first six or 12 weeks. I, I can't remember. It was around there. But yeah, they would pull up, the teacher would pull up the the tablet and the three or four kids that were home virtual would be on there and rex was rex was so excited he's like my tablet friends are coming to school tomorrow <laughs> and i'm just like don't refer to them as tablet friends <laughs> they have names they chose to be home I feel like, I feel like this whole experience has given us new terminology, right? Like who would have ever said tablet friends? Like, oh, the people that live on my tablet or my screen at school, like, oh my, my friends on the computer. You know what other word? I mean, besides weird stuff like that, but like social distancing, like who would have ever thought of that, right? So in my son's class, they had to write, like they had a picture and they said, you know, you have to write what laws, they were learning about laws and rules, right? So write right. what laws you see being broken. Like what are people doing wrong? And this is just a regular handout. You can, I know you can tell where this one's going. So this is <laughs> just a regular handout. And so he had to find like four things wrong. So like somebody was like beating somebody up or punching somebody, right? Somebody had ran a red light. Okay, he got that one. And then, I don't know, somebody was like breaking into a business or robbing somebody had like a, you know, mask on or something. Burglar. This is a pretty intense project. I, it was just a picture and they had to pick like four things that were wrong. And then the gotcha. next one were a bunch of people standing together on the corner, which was nothing wrong with that, by the way, it was just part of the illustration and he circled it and he put social distancing. <laughs> he said, well, how many years of therapy am I going to need to reverse the pandemic? Yes. It, it really like, so we're kind of lucky, like, you know, we've been vaccinated um, if we don't have, if it's not required to wear a mask, like we'll wear masks, but if it is not required to enter the establishment because we wear masks, we won't wear a mask. Mm -hmm. Now, 
one day we were going into a restaurant and um it's hard for the little kids right like oh yeah you're in a mask all day Mm -hmm. so you know if he doesn't have to wear one then I'm not going to force it right so we're going into this restaurant for dinner and I realized I don't have a small mask for him (laughs) so we're in the parking lot and um I have a mask my husband has a mask and I'm like come on you know let's go inside and and he stops us and he's like "I, I can't go inside I don't have a mask and I'm like no I'm like come on dude let's let's go you know like it's it's okay and he's like, no. And he had a full on meltdown. Yep. He's like, I have to wear my mask. I'm going to get sick. I'm going to end up in the hospital really, really sick. And I'm like, no. And then I like start feeling terrible for him because right. like, this is his reality. And he's so Because then you're told yeah. at school yeah. 24, you know, the whole time they're there, the only time they didn't have to wear it was on recess, which I get. But, like, I even asked, I'm like, do you ever see your teacher's face? <laughs> like, when do you see your teacher's face? Because some of them wear the shield. Some of them wear the mask. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, that's, it's crazy. I know. Like, I, I didn't see my daughter's teacher's face at all. In the beginning, before they had the rolling quarantines, they were allowing, mm-hmm. like, the teacher to take off their mask or the kids, if they had them all around, like, the perimeter of the room and they were six feet apart, they were allowing the mask breaks for my youngest class because they're you know it's tough they're really young so like you know not much older than yours so they were being really reasonable but then once they started having the rolling quarantines they stopped that so yeah so I I had never seen his teachers her teacher's face but she apparently did in the beginning so she knew what she looks like well and that was and and that's you know so you know being a first time I'm not saying a first time mom but like being a mom and taking my kid to the first day, like we didn't even do first day of school. We basically dropped him off on the curb and he walked in. By so himself, they, I know. I, and it was like, I'm not right. Like, okay, that's kindergarten. That's not preschool. <laughs> I know. I know my mother used to come in the classroom and kiss me goodbye. Yeah, and, and, and you got to see everything. So what Watch me play. Was, right. And, and then you kind of like, okay, he's good. He could care less that I'm standing at the door and I walk away, right? Right. Um, but what they did was they did meet the teachers and they did it alphabetically. So like the first, like they did the few right. alphabet, you know, whatever. So we went in and there was only one other kid that fell in our category. So he met that little boy. And um, even then the teacher had a mask and I'm just like, I could not feel like, I felt weird leaving him with this masked woman. I'm like, I didn't get a good vibe from I'm like, I feel a resting bitch face. What if, right. What if they don't, um, like, what if they kidnap your kid and and run away? You don't even know what the heck they look like. (laughs) Like here I am going to the website because, you know, I, I'm an investigator. Like (laughs) you are (laughs) now. So I find her name. I Google her. Like I find out who she is. I kind of get an idea. You know, I see what she looks like now, you know, without the mask and then, when we had our first like parent teacher once again on zoom and I see her face, I'm like, okay, she does smile. Not that teeth matter, but 
still like, like hey, can I you wanna... smile real quick just so I can have your mug shot and then turn sideways in case I have to report you for something no if you have all of these features because when I put in a police report <laughs> and let me say like not bashing teachers at all but this is what happens when your mind gets away from you when you're in the middle of a pandemic and you're dealing with all of this stuff like in a whole new way like literally if you sit there long enough you will come up with these crazy scenarios in your head when in reality you know your kid is fine and the teacher is amazing and they're going to get a bottle of wine for dealing with your child but that was just a side note I mean we don't we're not teacher hating no by all means like I let me tell you like well, first of all, I would never be a teacher because I lose my patience very quickly with my own kid. I can't even imagine having 17 of him. So like, I totally like kudos to teachers. I have, I mean, I have props, but let me tell you, like with all things considered, like it's rough. Mm -hmm. It's rough. And you don't know the school, like, it's just these things you just don't know. It's so you know? scary. It's your first experience with your child in school in the middle of a pandemic. Right, right. And and here's the best part. I've been to three birthday parties since school. And I went to one at the beginning of the year. And then I just went to one back to back over the, the past couple of weekends. And I've only met a few parents. And I should know them well enough to where I'm not like grilling them. Yeah. <laughs> it's birthday party. So what do you do? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Normal. <laughs> you know how we got invited to a birthday party? No. We only got invited to a birthday party because my daughter memorized my phone number. And so she gave it to one of her friends and then her friend remembered it and gave it to her mother. And then she texted me. Like they didn't even encourage it at our school. Like they didn't even give you like, here's a phone list, here's an email list, nothing. So I had no way to get to know anybody in the school. And if it wasn't for my daughter making friends with this girl and saying that they wanted to FaceTime each other and here's her, my mom's phone number, you can FaceTime my mom. Yeah. I would I, have I never. Mean, yeah. And the only times I saw parents was drop off because I wasn't there at pickup. Yeah. So I knew, <laughs> I knew his friends by the car that they drove. <laughs> Yes. Yep. I'm like, oh, you know, you know, there, there's your friends over there. And, the, you know, and it's funny because there's one, there's a set of twins in his class and everybody knows them because of the vehicle. They have a distinctive Jeep uh, and everybody's, and anytime we see it on the road, they're like, look who it is. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently we're not the only ones. The whole class knows this no, Jeep. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yes, yeah, so it it was a rough year. We survived barely. I mean, it's questionable those last few days too. So do you feel like, I don't know, this is only our anecdotal experience, right? But I feel like teachers were thrust into a little bit more technology than maybe they planned on using. Yes. Yes. Because and I actually, I feel oh. bad, like just how I feel bad for our nurses and yes. that have never used like Zoom. I feel bad for them because they've never had to use half of this technology that is being thrown at them to make their lives function. And they're having to do it at the same time as using, you know, a PowerPoint in school. Right. And then having to make sure that it's on the Zoom meeting or whatever the, you know, the hospital, whatever the school chooses to use. Yeah. 
and I, I so yes I do feel bad and some of them have their own kids in school and they're trying to keep up with that stuff because that's a full-time right. job in it right. however I feel like if you're gonna say hey I'm not really technology savvy and I'm I'm not mad I mean it's okay you don't have to be tech savvy for me to like you as right. a teacher but then don't try to use it just say hey I'm gonna send flyers home or hey I don't know how to use it. because nothing drives me crazier than the teacher who has no clue what they're doing on technology trying to send out like notifications and like like they basically gave us for the year like a social media app it was basically a social media app but it was um for the school and only you can only go in if you had the class code you right it's protected mm. so they could share photos they could share messages right so it's literally modeled after facebook i'm sure it was um you know created by the same people so the the teacher our teacher put on the app every time there was a party in class like you know I need supplies so because mm -hmm. you guys didn't have a room mom right no we had no room moms this year nothing now prior I was volunteering twice a month in the in the school I was physically there that was on the PTA PTO whatever they call it PTA that you know like I was involved but now I can't be involved. Okay, that's fine. Good luck then, because I'm not, you know, half trying to help from home if you're not letting me in the school. So she would send this group message, but you could only reply to her. So like, I couldn't see anybody else's responses. And I was like, well, this isn't working because she said like, okay, we're having a party and we need, you know, the, we need snacks. So instead of saying, hey, can you bring this? Or if your name starts like you, you know, alphabetically, you bring this. No, she just said, tell me what you're bringing. So then I would reply every time, you know, my classic plates and cups or something, you know, something stupid that I could get at the Dollar Tree because I hate bringing in crap. So I'd rather just give you money. And um, so she'd be like, instead of writing me back, she'd write another group message and saying, okay, here's the messages that I've gotten so far. Um, you know, so-and-so Joey's mom plates and cups. I'm like, well, my kid's not Joey. Where, what happened to me? So then I would send another message. Oh, well, I didn't get yours. I got that one first. So now she's weeding through like 29 to 31 messages from parents, like offering to bring stuff. And she's like, oh, think of plan B. So I was like, okay, fine. We'll bring pretzels. And then she writes back, okay, here's the updated list. Susie's mom is bringing pretzels. I'm not Susie's mom either. So now I'm getting like, what the F? So I said to her, why don't you post it on the news feed like the other class teacher does? Because she posts it on the same app, but there's like a news feed. And then parents can just comment below, just like if you're Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can follow the thread of comments. And so I could see what Susie's mom said she was bringing. Right. And I respond to these messages, mind you, in within 15 to 20 minutes. I'm not, like I'm never in a situation at work you know, where I'm more than 20 minutes away from ending a session, a visit, never. So if I see it pop up, I always answer the teacher right away. I just feel like it's respectful. You know, it has to do with my kid. They're the most important part of my life. Like I answer right away. And mm -hmm. so I just don't understand. Like in 20 minutes, like all these other people answer too. Like, why don't you just put it on the newsfeed? 
She's like, well, I don't know what that is. So I said, why don't you go ask the pre-K teacher because she seems to be doing just fine posting on the newsfeed. <laughs> like, right like i just can't look let me let me tell you this how about you give the phone to my child and he will show you how to post it on the news feed like that's how technology challenged so so just assign us something mm -hmm. so this plagued me this school parties they plagued me until the very last freaking week and eventually i just gave up like i'm not even gonna try screw yeah. it I'm trying to think when we had, so I think for the Christmas party that we did, so we did Halloween, Christmas, Valentine's Day. Okay. And I don't remember which one it was, but one of them was, um, we, we were blessed. We had a room mom and the room mom sent out this email and basically you, she put in what the things that she wanted. So she would put, uh, it must've been Christmas that we did this. So she put um, cookies, yogurt, fruit, whatever. Right? right. So we could just go in and it wasn't, it wasn't through the school system. It was almost like a survey monkey type of a thing. Yes, or sign up genius, right? Like Yeah, maybe it was sign up genius. I don't know. It was the first time I had used it before. And I was just like, oh, cookies are easy. I can go to public, you know, and just buy whatever, you know, normally yeah. those cookies are like BOGO or whatever. And I got those and I made sure to get sprinkle and chocolate chip. Like what kids don't like chocolate chip or sprinkle cookies, right? Right. So I did that, but then I'm trying to think like for Valentine's day, I think the teachers, so that was one thing, the teachers were very involved and they threw the Valentine's day party. Oh, that's sweet. So they, it was their gift to the, the kids. Okay. So they did that. So we didn't have to worry about that. And there was no like end of the school year party either. So Christmas mm. was really the only one. But I will say, I did reach out to the room mom and I'm like, look, if you need help or whatever, I'm available because she had already been in the system. She already knew it. It's like, kind of like if you are a room mom from the jump off, you like are room mom until they graduate. The <laughs> uh <-oh. laughs> so I had no problem volunteering. I have no problem helping out. Um, but yeah, I, we just had to bring in something or another, but they made it very easy. Right, and I feel oh, like why can't, mom. right, why couldn't they have done that? Like, let me organize it. I will organize the whole damn thing because I will figure out a way to send a group chat message in which people can see what the other person in front of them is responding. Like, it is not rocket science here. I'm just really surprised that they didn't have room mom because it does make life easier. Well, I think they usually do. And then I, and I believe me, I asked because you know, I need those volunteer hours, girl. So I'm like, yeah. you know, sign me up. But they did not. And it was the weirdest thing. I don't know. Now, they do a, uh, as a big fundraiser, they do these baskets. And mm -hmm. apparently each class does a basket. Right. Yeah, that's true. And the room mom asked for volunteers if somebody wanted to own the project. And what they did for that was the person that owned it Came, they, the kids came up with the idea 
she ran with it and put all these items on an Amazon list. And to get volunteer hours, you could purchase an item off of, um, like, if you bought something, you got one hour of volunteer hours. Right, like okay. $20 was one hour. Right. Yeah. $20 is an hour, right? So you just purchased an item, and the item, um, you would just send them to the school with right. it. Right, right. Yes, that was similar to us too, but our poor like school secretary had to do it. Yeah. Like they wouldn't, and I offered to help her too. I said, hey, you know, this is my thing. I do fundraisers. Like I'm, you know, I get how this works. I've done stuff in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm Nope, they never called me. I said, okay, peace out. Hey, peace out. They don't let the doorknob hit you with a good Lord split, Jerry. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how it goes next year. But by the way, I offered my, so that counts. My offering counts as five volunteer hours. Really? No, I don't know. That was just what I said. Oh, I was going to say like, well, shit, I'll be volunteering every week and be like, hey. No, that's what I, I mean, bitch, if you come at me, right. If you come at me and say that I need volunteer hours, you can go F yourself because I offered and you said no. Right. Like every time I offered, you turned me down. Yeah. I said, send this stuff home with me. I'll make it look pretty in a basket. Right. Like I'll do whatever needs to be done but I mean I yeah yeah I they did they did your classes do anything for the end of the year um like, into the like any ceremonies or anything because they do moving up ceremonies at, at our school no we had to do our own we had our, we hosted our own at a, at a at a parent's pool and we did our own little moving up ceremony oh, nice yeah nice it's more personable that way and we got to only invite the people that we liked. Well, that's smart. Yeah. yeah. So what are your kids during, doing during the summer? Are they going to camp? Um, yeah, I guess we're doing a little bit of everything. Everyone's got like their own special interest camp because, you know, the usual summer camp is not good enough anymore. Um, so they each have like a week or two in their own special interest camp. And then they've got vacation Bible school weeks. And then they've got like a week at grandma's. And then they've got just regular childcare, you know, summer camp at like the community center for the rest of the summer. But we had to break it up because let me tell you, the complaints I got last year were, whew, oh boy, we're too old for this. We're too bored. This place was stupid. It was boring. Well, I, look, I go to work every day and that's boring. While I love my job, there are days that I, I think that I'd rather be somewhere else. I'd go play in a public pool if I didn't have to deal with stupid shit every day. Right? I'm like, you're at a community center that has a pool. Like, why? Why are you complaining? I mean, like, does it have a slide? That's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has a slide, too. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I can't with these. They're very, they're very high maintenance and high, like, I don't know. Like, they have a lot of expectations. Yeah. Is that bougie? I don't know. Maybe they're bougie. Maybe they're bougie. I don't know. We need someone. Know, we need a guest. We need a guest to come on and tell tell us what tell us about all these newfangled terms. Yeah, yeah. We so, need somebody hip. We're getting yeah, too old to keep up with the lingo. I know. We and I. We need to. I feel like you know, as parents, we it's our responsibility to our children to make sure that we know what they're coming home and talking about. Yeah, I like. I'll hear like a word here and there, and I'm like, "What did you just say?" Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, like merch. Yes. Oh my gosh. He's has, your, so... has your kid called you bro yet? Because that was scary. Oh yeah, bro. Yes. 
Yeah. Bro. I was like, don't you dare. The next time that bro comes out of your mouth when referring to one of your parents, there will be a bro bar of, of soap in your mouth. It's funny because I'll turn around and be like, dude. And he's like, don't call me a dude. I'm like, that's better than bro. <laughs> oh, remember that question I told you to ask me? Yeah, I do. Hold on. Now's the perfect time. Now is the perfect time. Okay, I will tell you what that question was. I knew you would ask me to remind you something. See? I'm supposed to ask you, why do you call everyone fucker? Because it's gender neutral. <laughs> I don't have to worry about whether you're a bro or a girl or a guy. It's just gender neutral, so I can call everybody fucker. What? Hey, that's I mean, it works. It works. Shout out to my coworker who gave us that joke and totally <laughs> donated it in full support of me making fun of um, the joke itself and, and, you know, the need to use it. When I saw that, I was like, why am I supposed to ask you why you call everybody a fucker? <laughs> and here I am at work, right? Like today, I actually went into the office and I've got like, there's this just so much going on and I've got my two monitors going like I normally do right. but I have two monitors going my cell phone's playing music and I'm doing like you know evaluations <laughs> at that time and then I'm like why do I have to ask her why she calls everybody a fucker <laughs> and I'm like I did not just type that did I <laughs> <laughs> yeah I didn't put that in the evaluation <laughs> um why did you put why do I call people fuckers in my 360? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's funny. So yes, that oh. was our that was our um, corny joke of the day. Yeah, we I so when we went on vacation, we allowed the tablet to occupy because we spent a lot of time in the car. Oh yeah. Um, driving there, you know, even driving around town. So like we had to do this whole tablet detox in our house and it has been so stressful but there's this one group of videos that he watches I mean Ryan's world is one thing that's I've heard about Ryan's world I have okay, not well, experienced you're lucky it and blessed that your children never got into it because I think I'm, Ryan's kind of a spoiled asshole no I am actually we have had the conversation with all you do is make games and you discuss toys and kids watch you and you're worth millions yeah so like, i mean they're, partially jealous right like i'm like i want to make a youtube channel right i think i'm funny <laughs> so there's one We're really funny i feel like we should do it i think we, we should we totally should but there's one video he watches and it's literally them because so they live in texas right and it is a video of what a hurricane did and like it flipped their um trampoline and when they went to go get groceries and i'm just like watch this shit on the news in this? this is so stupid but he listens to these guys called the the dudes i think or he calls them the dudes and all they do is do dude stuff like legit dude stuff they build a whole house full of balls like a ball pit oh my god it's like like um jackass or something <laughs> exactly it's jackass for 
kindergartners. Okay, so there's this show that my son is into, and I think we found it on Hulu. Um, but it, I mean, it's it's like PG. It's yeah, TV PG. It's family and kids. It's called Dude Perfect Show. The Dude Perfect Show, and I think it even has like a Nickelodeon logo. So I feel like maybe it's maybe it is the same one that that Rex watches on his uh, tablet. I'm not- I know that there was a time we went into Target and he goes, look, it's the dude. And I'm like, I haven't seen the, I haven't seen the merch as the kids call it um, since then. So it says, um, dude, perfect has pushed the limits of what's possible on the internet. In this show, you'll meet the guys behind the viral magic, whether it's working with celebrity guest stars or prepping for a battle video, these guys made a career out of having fun. I mean, this sounds like it could be what he's watching. They're an American sports and comedy group headquartered in Frisco, Texas. The group consists of twins, blah, blah, blah. They're all former college roommates at Texas A&M. Yeah, and they basically get paid to just do random stuff and have fun and play games and the one that they just he just watched recently which i've watched more than once but they made a carnival out of this house and they had like a riding um shark instead of a riding bull it was a shark okay and um which brought me back to my <laughs> bar drinking days when i like begged the guy to let me ride the bull and he like totally knocked me off like initially but um but yeah the dude yep. i and bet he, it's You'll have to show it. I'll send you a picture and you'll have to show it to, to Rex and see if it's the same dudes. It's the same guy. Yeah. And then, and then there's another video that he watches and it's basically like your average Joe, um, like softball league. Okay. You know, just, just a regular pickup softball league. And, um, they all have nicknames and they sometimes wear costumes, but the one kid's name is Lumpy. I I hear lumpy in my head like the voice oh my god so I I'm like with summer coming we did not sign up for summer camp but I'm like we are not sitting here with the tablet all freaking summer nope yeah I mean he's going to camp Mimi and Pop that's what we're calling it my mom (laughs) will work with him and do homework you know he has to do homework 20 minutes a day Oh my God. Yes. Can we talk about the fact that our kids summer just got ruined? Not even four days after school got out. I got this email about this 20 minute a day homework. Oh, that's funny. No, they're going to die. We got this 20 minute a day homework. Literally like they have to spend 20 minutes. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is not going to go well at my house. I don't know about anybody else, but like we had zero last summer, right? Like last summer was like a peak of a, a pandemic in some of the parts of the country. So like we were not in any yeah. way, shape or form. We barely survived, you know, the previous school year, let alone they didn't ask them to practice anything. I mean, I, yes, I made my kids read to earn tablet time, but you know, reading is not super painful for them, but yeah, this, they got to log in, they have a program they have to follow. And oh, I wow. feel like it's not going to give us more than like you can't do more than one 20 minute episode in a day. Like, I think it's going to make you log in every day for 20 minutes. Oh, see now I know that we don't have to do that, but I think starting second grade at the school, they have, they have to do book reports. Oh yeah. They have to read like two books. I think like they have summer reading and they have to do it. Apparently this is very common. 
Like I've talked to a couple of friends of mine that went to private school and, you know, my husband, he went to private school. So I was like, so is this normal? Because like when I was in summer, I struggled in certain classes, like math being one of them, and right. not a nurse or a neurosurgeon. But, um, <laughs> but, um, like my, like for me to, to understand like the more complex algebra, like mm-hmm. my parents sent me to summer school. Yeah. And it was, and I'm here I am, like the kid that made like B's and Z's is in with the kids that are like flunking out and they're doing it because they, they need to so they can stay in whatever grade it is. And I'm right. doing it. Don't forget what I learned all the year. Right. Because if I don't keep practicing this and, crap, I'm in trouble. Yeah. And when it comes to a certain math, like my parents didn't do that. Like my dad went to college, but like, it, it was literally, you know, the saying goes in one ear and comes out the other. That's mm-hmm. math for me. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm handicapped. <laughs> so, like, I, I firmly believe in some of the weird science that other people might call me crazy. But, like, some people see things in, like, shapes and whatever and, like, puzzles, right? And so, like, math is just a big, giant jigsaw puzzle to me. And I can make it all fit in. And I'm really good at it. And now, by really good, don't ask me what I learned in, like, um calculus right but like regular math geometry is okay algebra is fine I'm good at that all that stuff so I did not struggle in math luckily but um like so I could just I could like see the answers I could see all of that stuff but yeah I mean there's there's like stuff that I can't recall and I'm like oh let me learn it again and then I could help my kid right like I can't recall it right off the top of my head, but I could learn it again and then maybe help you with it. I, I am basically literally going to be able, I, I'm cut out of math once we get to second grade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm close. I've, I've hung in there this year. Um, there were a few times where I had to call in the, the, the virtual math tutor, aka the family member that, you know, is good at better at math. Right. And, um, so I have done that a couple times and, but not because I couldn't do it because my kid would argue with me and tell me that I was wrong. Like the, te- <laughs> the teacher's right, but mom can't be right. You just needed backup. Now see, I can totally, now as an adult, you put me in a store and you say, Hey, this whole rack is whatever percentage off, 40% off. Oh, hell I yeah. I can <laughs> <get that. laughs> If it's got to do with shopping and budgeting, I'm on it. Don't worry, girl. If you make me do an algebraic expression, there is no need to have alphabets and numbers mixed together. You have a numeral system and you have an alphabetical system. They do not need to connect. That's, <laughs> that's when my mother would tap out too. She was amazing at math. And she like worked in a financial institution, like, you know, and, and that's what she did for a living before I was born. And so like, amazing. This woman was really good. But once you put letters, she's like, oh, forget that. Mm-mm. Nope. I remember when um, I had this, this is totally, I, I went, you know, I went to college and I was struggling in like college algebra, like literally struggling. And basically they said, it was a pass fail class. So it didn't matter what you did in the class. We, we didn't really have tests in the class. All you had to do was pass the final. Oh Lord. But I had already taken it once. <sighs> um, 
So I knew how the final was. And okay. basically the final, they give you a pretest. If you memorize the pretest, oh, you're going to pass the final. <laughs> sweet. Now, the one thing I am very good at is like photographic memory. Yeah. Yeah. Like regurgitating. Yeah. And I sat there and like, my husband was like, all right, look, we are going to do this math problem. <laughs> he would make it up. I would, I would go, I don't know what to do with this. He goes, all right, well, we're going to walk through it. We did it. That's awesome. We move on to a different math problem. He's like, okay, this is how you do this one. And then we would go back to the initial math problem. And you were like, like what is this? He's like, it's the same question you did three minutes ago. And I was like, no, nope. it's not. Nope. <laughs> He's like, I'm telling you, look. And I'm like, nope, it's not the same. Nope, <laughs> it's not. Sorry. I've never seen this one before in my life. He's like, it's just, He's like I don't know what to tell you. You're screwed. <laughs> you're, sorry, you're after. So, so he'll ask Rex, be like, hey, what's one plus one? And he's like, two. And he's like, you know more math than mommy. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> so we'll uh we'll definitely uh have um him home a couple of days a week when Camp Mimi and Pop need a break. Yeah. But um, you know, he's been pretty good about when he has to stay home when we work. Right. Except like he's got a very, and I don't know if it's just, this is the age that they start getting their real like vivid imagination and he likes to cook. And like one day I went into the Tupperware drawer and he had put Legos in the drawers. Like I, I'm not kidding you. This was like six months ago, maybe. Oh my gosh. And I had dropped, when we have the, like the island with the drawers. Yes. So I went to go pull a drawer out. Something fell behind it. And I was like, oh, crap. And they're a pain in the ass. And I'm like reaching in. I'm like, what is this? And it was another fucking Lego. <gasps> he, it was food. That was his food pantry that he was uh, cooking. Okay. And that was where he was like, that's his oven. And like, I went into his room to clean the other day. And I had like four pieces of Tupperware. Because he was using them for cooking. Like, I found spatulas in his room. I have found, you know, stirring spoons. I'm like, this is... He's like the kitchen tool thief. Yeah. And I'm like, he's four. I shouldn't have to lock the Tupperware cabinet anymore. Apparently. (laughs) It's not, it's no longer because they're going to just pull them out. It's because they're going to, like, steal them. Yes. Yes. I'm like, you have a you have like a massive playroom you have your bedroom and somehow those all those toys end up in the living room yeah and you used to play with tupperware that is pretty much containers left over from chinese takeout right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not even expensive tupperware yep yeah no it's It's our wonton container (laughs) oh my gosh yeah yeah they don't care they don't I hear that older kids tend to find, like parents tend to find spoons and cups and, you know, that kind of stuff. But apparently when you're young, you could potentially find Tupperware. Apparently. Apparently. It it amazes me. Like we're missing some lids and I'm like, I'm sure they're in his room. (laughs) Hey Rex, what do you do with those lids? (laughs) I'm looking for this yellow lid. This is the perfect container. I need the lid. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're yeah. not gonna it's never coming back. You're done. Never, 
it's gone. It's the abyss. Yeah, you're not going to see that thing again. So I'll have to, you'll have to share camp stories and I'll share. Yes, yes, stories. we'll have to do a, a camp story episode. Oh, you know what else is coming up? Uh, well, I guess by the time our listeners get to this episode, it will have passed, but it's also Father's Day this month. Yes, it is Father's Day. Shout yeah. out to our men listeners out there. Yes, especially our dads that put up with all of us mom social workers or the dads that are trying to be social workers and dads at the same time because that's tough too yeah definitely a tough 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 gig it's a tough gig yeah i uh we'll have an interesting father's day i think we're gonna do it here but it's always like you know i can't cook (laughs) so I I order out yeah yeah my um my husband knows better he'll just offer to cook even though it's father's day don't don't let me try to cook you don't want us to cook or we'll go out although I think maybe last year we did order it and we ate outside to try to um avoid germs yeah, that sounds like something we did. Okay, so what topics do we have coming up next episode? I feel like it's going to be time for another guest soon. Maybe episode 10? Yeah, that would be a great way to celebrate when we go to double digit. Yes. Okay. Um, but so let's see, for episode nine, we have on deck bed bugs and cat urine. Yes. Missing oh. clothes. Um, private investigators. Not to be confused with the cheaters episode. That's a different private investigator. Yeah, private investigator is completely different. It's what we do on a day-to-day basis, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. And I feel like we've touched on, we touched on it a little bit in family reunion episode because mm-hmm. we had kind of had to, but I still think that I have a private investigator story that I haven't told. So oh, I do. Yeah. So we've got that. And then this week we mailed out our um, decals to our first guest and our hundredth follower on Instagram and so we mailed out some decals and some thank you notes to them which was fun mm-hmm. oh and I did get a message from a, a new listener who oh, I think okay she might she might be hooked now Good. she doesn't work in the medical field but her significant other does but she was able to relate just to some of the workplace podcasts because she's a female in the workforce. And she mentioned that she also has a coworker that used to clip their nails at work and they could hear him in the office. And she also, she also works in like financial um, type career. And so I like, you know, pretty professional, right? Like not a casual office place. Um, And she said it was definitely the grossest thing to have to deal with in the workplace. So I agree. I know you can't do the filing. Filing doesn't bother me, but the clipping makes me gag. Clipping is like, you just have like flying shrapnel. Well, you know, what's funny when we were talking about, (laughs) um, so Milton's a little behind on listening to us. He is a fan, but he's a little behind. Look, he's, he's farther ahead than far. So, (laughs) so he said, he goes, well, you have to share my mom's shit story. And I, oh. I had completely forgotten about this when we were talking about it. So his, um, both his mom and dad are deceased, but at the time, um, both his parents were much older. They had him later in life. So, um, but this one time they had gone out to dinner, him and his mom, um, she was involved in like a, 
an Italian club. And so they did these like monthly things or whatever. So they went to yes. the nice Oh, yes. Yeah. So no way. I went to that same, one of those festivals there. Yes. So she totally was into that kind of stuff. So, oh my gosh. Um, I probably met her there. You probably have. And she'd probably be the first one to tell you that if you're not hundred percent Italian, which I am not, but I could never be a part of the club. <laughs> Me either. Yes. My parents could join, but I could not. Yep. Yep. <laughs> she always reminded me of that. But anyhow, they had gone to this really nice hotel. Um, and like the next day she was having really bad stomach problems. And, um, you know, my husband's obviously concerned because she's got other medical issues. And, and she just was like, I can't, I can't stop going to the bathroom. Oh, so no. it got to the point where he's like, we're going to the emergency room because mm. I don't, we're at the point where dehydration could be considered yes. an issue, right? Ugh. And that's the last place she ever wanted to be. She just did not want to be in the hospital. But who, I mean, really, who does? Unless right. you need to be hot in a cot. So um, <laughs> she's in the emergency room. <laughs> or and, refreshments and narcotics. because that's Right, our refreshments and narcotics are just three hots in a cot. So, um, so they're in the emergency room and they have this doctor come in and he's like, you know, um, it could be a couple of things. We'll, we'll do a, a, a stool test because it had the smell of C. diff. And even though Milton does IS stuff, he, his background is a microbiology. Mm, so he knew so enough. To- he knows all of that bacterial stuff right Mm -hmm. so he said we're sitting there in the emergency room and she's like I'm going home I'm going home give me fluids I'm going home whatever right so the nurse is like I mean not that I would have disagreed if it was me personally too but yeah right I mean but the concern of it possibly being C. diff versus going home I know you know E. coli or whatever right (laughs) so and she only stands like five foot one five foot two like she wasn't very tall so he said, we're standing there in the emergency room and the doctor is like almost at the point where he's going to say, okay, you can go home. And she's standing in her hospital gown, looking up at her and basically is like, please let me go home. And then all of a sudden, I guess it's like that. Don't ever trust a fart when you've had diarrhea. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So she thought she was letting air out, but she shit <gasps> everywhere on the floor. Oh no, and like projectile Milton shit. Is like mortified. And he's like, you know, in um in Puss in Boots, when he like gets that real sad cat face and he like in the commercial and he's yes, like, with the, the eyes. Cat, and he's just like really sad. Right. So he's like, my mom's face went from, you know, okay to this Puss in Boots look. And the doctor goes, well, insert name. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. Oh, no. I did it. We're going to have to admit you. Oh, no. <laughs> the nurse is standing there. And she's like mortified by this, right? And the doctor leans and the nurse is like, I have worked many years with this doctor in this emergency room he is the driest person ever i have he just never cracked heard a joke. Him say this. So he's like when you re- rehash stories you have to share the proof is in the pudding that's awesome <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> and I'm like, well that's 
totally the pun yes. and the shitting story. <laughs> Literally, that's both in the same one. Oh my so, gosh. Because he was crying, like he was laughing so hard listening to the shit episode. <laughs> oh like, my you gosh. You have to bring it up. You have to bring the proof that's in the pudding. I was like, I can't believe I didn't think of it. Yes. So, that's a circle. So the, the never trust a fart, by the way. So my husband helps out with a um, extracurricular activity that my son is involved in. And so they were sitting around one day, like kind of doing introductions and they talk about, you know, like how learning how to take care of themselves and, and life lessons and stuff. And so I, I can't remember if they said like, what's one thing your dad taught you? Or like, what's one thing you learned from your dad? And so there goes my son, raised his hand and said, dad said, never trust a fart. And everyone just kind of looked at him. He's like, because he did once and he was wrong. <laughs> I swear to God, like these kids, like they, they are unbelievable. It's like literally no filter. They will just out you in the middle of anything. Yeah, um, we had that in Carline, like Rex is getting out of the car line and there's two teachers, one of them is his and then there's this other teacher and we refer to her as perfume lady because we never knew her name and her perfume <laughs> is very, very strong and, and she's very like, very, very classy, like you could tell mm. she carries herself very well, right? So she opens the door and Rex looks at her and goes, my daddy farted. And Milton's like, I didn't fart. And he's like looking at her like, I, I, I didn't fart. Like, I, he's I, I didn't prove fart. Himself. Like, like, she's going to believe you. Right, right. Like, and is she going to argue with you either? Like, she doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. And like when we were potty training, he was telling my mom, he's like, I'm going to go pee like daddy, but I'm going to poop like mommy. <laughs> oh man. It's oh. like you can't, nothing's a secret. He has yeah. showed everybody how my, you know, how Milton dries himself off when he gets out of the shower. Like there is no. Oh like, my God. These kids, man. Oh, I'm sure being around him longer over the summer, we'll have more stories to share. Oh yes. Yes. We'll have like the the daddy daycare and the home and the pop Mimi and pop pop summer camp stories. Yes, for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my we'll goodness. Well, please, by all means, feel free to send us in your um, schools out for the summer. Tell us what you're excited about. We'll do a poll on social media this week. Oh, that's a good idea. I like yes. That. Tell us what you're excited about for the, for the summer or tell us why you're so glad that school's out and you don't have to deal with some of these teachers or why you don't have to deal with your kid doing all this homework and having all these requirements or why you're just happy to have a break from shuttling them from sport to sport to extracurricular activity all the mom things this week even though it's father's day we're just doing the mom things we're owning the moms yeah yeah we didn't do anything special for moms so we're owning it yeah <laughs> we're gonna celebrate moms on father's day exactly and shout out to the dads that are moms yes <laughs> Yes, and not to forget the dads that take on mom duty as well. So yes, that counts. Like Mr. Mom's out there. <laughs> I am right. excited about next week's episode though. I have I have a perfect picture for it. Oh yes, I have lots that of I good. Took, that I took at our location. Oh. Mm. Oh, even better. Oh, hey, you know who didn't say hi today it was Tom. <gasps> Tom. 
Tom, he's such a lush. He was laying sideways over here. Speaking of Tom, oh, speaking yeah. of Tom, I, I drank some of the Tom's of Tom's wine tonight. This is mm -hmm. not an endorsement, but we would welcome a sponsorship since we have Tom on our show and he is a screaming goat. There is a wine called screaming goat wine that I'm drinking okay. tonight. We should hashtag it or whatever. Yeah. Is, is that what they do? Has, is it hashtag or at? Both. I think you could do both, but I think if you tag them with the at. Um, where did you find this again, Christina? So it was, it's, you know how like everybody does the, um, like the Lula and all that kind of stuff. It was like a, it, it's, it's oh, just like yes. a 31 bag or whatever. Like a Tupperware. Wine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So whatever company that is, they apparently have a screaming goat wine. It's a white wine um, and it's German. And beyond that, I can't really read anything on the back label except that I should not operate a car. Um, oh no, it's, it's, it's French. It's French? See, I thought it start, I thought it was the- Look, it says wine of France on the red. Oh, interesting. Well then why do they have, oh, it says the name, Traveling Vineyard. Okay, is that the? Is that, I don't know if that's the, I'll have to look and research it. Oh but yeah, like, tvwine.es slash fra301. So yeah. feel free to sponsor us. Yeah, a friend of mine's cousin um, sells it. Oh, see? So if you need the hookup on the Screaming Goat wine, because, you know, I have people that have bought a Screaming Goat as a result of our work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I have multiple coworkers that now own a Screaming Goat. So we are like on track. So if we're selling Screaming Goats from the big retailer that we can't name because they're just, they don't need our free advertisement, we could certainly sell some Screaming Goat wine to go with it, yeah. I think. I'll, so. I'll put we'll put what is it the link in bio see I'm learning all yes link in bio look at you oh look at you. all right all right well it's all been right. fun guys we will yeah. catch up with you in episode nine and then maybe by episode 10 we'll have a guest coming up so thanks yeah. for listening um do you have any parting advice or words Christina no happy I don't Father's Day. happy father's day Happy, happy summer. Happy summer. I don't, I will not scare you with my singing voice, but you can just hum schools out for summer. <laughs> we'll put it in this, in the Instagram story when you can. There we go. Perfect. Now. Right. See, we always have that. a theme. Mm -hmm. We always have a theme. So. All right, guys. Yeah. Thanks for listening and feel free to chat with us in social media or send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, definitely. Bye. All right. Bye. You don't have to be a social worker or medical helping professional to enjoy this conversation. Anyone from any walk of life can tune in. Do you have a funny story about your work as a helping professional? Email us at socialworkerwinetime at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at socialworkerwinetime. The H is optional, like in our logo, because we might be drinking wine, but it's not optional in our email address and on our Instagram. Come and tell us your story. We may share your story on our next podcast. That's all for now. We're going to go dance it out like Meredith and Christina. Cheers! Cheers.